Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Reaction edition of the Night Report podcast. Uh, my name is Mike Broadbent. I'm your co-host. Joining me once again is my co-host Richie Schneiderite. Richie, this time we're here to discuss a the latest transfer commitment for Rutgers. Another DB. So this is what our third defensive back that's yep. come in from this class. Um, it's brother of Thomas Amanqua, Charles Amanqua, who's transferring in from Akron. He previously spent time at Monroe College Junior College, in New York. Um, mm-hmm. He also went to Hillsborough High School. Uh, he's got one year of eligibility left. Um, I think he's actually though five years older than Thomas because I think he was class of 2017. Um, uh, 18, I believe. I could be wrong on that though. I'm yeah, two, sure he was 18. Yeah, I think he was the class of 2018. Regardless, they've actually never played together, uh, Thomas and Charles. So that'll be a cool mm-hmm. moment for their family. Uh, tell us a little bit about how this came together and what you're hearing about Charles. Yeah, so obviously he entered the portal back in October. There was some early interest. Uh, seemed like Rutgers was aiming a little bit higher than Amonqua, which which is fair. That's fine. They got Eric Rogers, who's who's probably going to be your starting corner alongside Max Melton next year. But uh, Amonqua adds some depth, whether it be slot corner, whether it be uh, outside corner. Uh, we know Shiano kind of likes to to rotate his guys a little bit because like I, I personally I thought Kassan Abram was too small to play the outside, but he's he's a menace on outside, so. Um, that ended up working out. So this is another guy that's just going to add depth to that room. Um, they, they reached out originally, like I said, and they just kind of kept that conversation going. And eventually a spot opened up, and that that's it. Uh, simple as that. I know uh, he's he went to Monroe College. Shiano obviously has a pretty good connection there with the coaching staff. Uh, they landed Cedrice Pallant, uh, if you remember, out of Monroe almost immediately when Shiano was here yep. as like a stopgap lineman. Obviously that one didn't really work out. I got to stop saying, obviously that one didn't really work out. Uh, but this one I do think will work out pretty well. And gets to play with his brother, gets to go back home to New Jersey. And, and he actually put up some pretty decent stats at Akron too. So it's not like he's some nobody. He'll, he'll get some significant playing time on special teams and defense. Yeah. I'll just run through the, the, the report I wrote up for him when he, uh, when Rutgers first started showing interest in him in October, uh, so he didn't really play much his first season at Akron. He had six tackles and one pass breakup in three games in 2020. Uh, but he had a breakout season in 2021. Um, he had 48 tackles, uh, four of which were for loss, one sack, three picks, a forced fumble, and nine pass breakups in 12 games. Um, one of those picks came off C.J. Stroud against Ohio State as well uh, in the shoe. Um, after This season, he... Entered the portal after four games to preserve his last year of eligibility. Akron, I believe, is really bad this year, but he had mm-hmm. five tackles and three pass breakups in four games. Um, in terms of PFF grades, he graded out as a 67.2 in 2021, which put him, excuse me, uh, 431st out of 887 qualifying corners. Mm-hmm. And then in 22, he had a grade of 69.7, which uh, was good for 308th out of 887 qualifying corners when he entered the portal that uh, he's probably not qualified for uh, a ranking anymore, given how few snaps he played. Mm -hmm. Um, 
We already mentioned Thomas is his younger brother. He was, uh, I believe he redshirted this year, right? Uh, yes, I'm like 95% sure he did. Gotcha. It looked like he had some really interest from, from Rutgers, Wisconsin, Duke, Virginia Tech, App State, Arkansas, Georgia Southern. Um, he did pick up some FCS offers, but again, um, it seemed like his recruitment was pretty quiet. Um, but uh, he I, got he got like Kent State. He got a uh, I think it was Toledo, Miami, Ohio, right? a bunch of like Midwestern schools that had probably yep. seen him play a couple times. So yeah, this is a solid pickup. This is at worst a, a very um, useful depth piece. The good thing about getting a one year transfer if it doesn't work out, you know, he's gone mm -hmm. after one year. Yeah, um, it's not like you're you're stuck giving them a scholarship for for longer than that. But I I do think he'll be a, a you know a very integral part of the DB room this year he might not start but i think he'll play a ton of snaps for Rutgers. Mm -hmm. he's an experienced guy so he's seen a lot and obviously in talking to him if the defensive staff liked him and were willing to take him on as a scholarship guy it's good enough for me it, the staff knows dbs and clearly they they liked what they heard and saw out of, out of charles monk and i think his nickname's chuck too i don't know if we want to call him yes. chuck but uh, we saw chuck. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i guess you could um yeah, he didn't play a ton this year, I noticed. Um, I know we mentioned it off-pod, but we got to mention on-pod as well. Uh, that's mostly because, number one, new staff. So he only started one of the first four games. And then, number two, he uh, wanted to preserve that eligibility and try to uh, go up a level and play elsewhere. And that's obviously what he's going to do now uh, at Rutgers next season. Uh, like I said, he might not be a starter right away. He could be a starter for a couple games down the line, but I have a hard time seeing him beat out some of the other guys. This this DB room is absolutely stacked, like – I know I was talking to someone else about it uh, earlier today, and it's they're probably going to end up moving a guy or two over to receiver, it sounds like. Whether that be Fitzroy Legister, who played receiver originally, moved mm -hmm. over to DB last year, now might move back. Char Thomas Amakwa can play receiver or DB. Mm -hmm. um, Carnell Davis uh, can play receiver or DB. Uh, the rest of those guys are all kind of older between uh, between. Abraham longer being loyal, Melton Rogers. So I think they oh, they all stay. The other monk was obviously going to stay there. Mascow will probably stay there. Now it's probably between those three to see who moves over the receiver because you're going to need some help in that receiver room next year with the especially with the new wide receivers coach Dave Brock. Yeah, and uh, his cornerback coach at Akron is a name that Rutgers fans should be familiar with. Trey Bell, who's mm -hmm. a former St. Peter's kid, I believe. He went played football at yep. Vanderbilt. Um, his dad was a very uh, big name in the coaching world in North Jersey. I believe he's now mm -hmm. coaching Georgia and his younger brother yeah. is like a total stud. He's like probably a five star in like the 24 or 25 class. One of those two. 25. Um, I don't know if he's ranked 25 yet, class. to be honest. He should be but, if he's not. But Trey Bell is also a guy who has been speculated as maybe a down the road addition to the Rutgers coaching staff. Who knows though, mm -hmm. but just wanted to throw that anecdote out there. Um, so I like this commit. Anything else that you're you're hearing you think we should hit on on this commitment? Um, let me think. I'm just looking now. I mean, it's it adds another scholarship to the chart, so you're going to have to you'll see some uh attrition after spring ball whether that be probably I don't know if it would be DB to be honest. It'd probably be somewhere else. But uh they're now up to 87 it seems like according to our tracker. Uh I could see an offensive lineman leaving considering there's like 30 of them. Uh, yeah. But but uh <laughs> No, I, I like this addition a lot. I, I think it's a solid one. I think he's a good player. He he put up some significant numbers at Akron. Then Akron that year was what, like a four-win team? So it's 
Oh, I'm sorry. Akron was a two-win team that year. Yep. So it's not like they were a good team by any means, but he he picked off CJ Stroud. Like that's not like unheard of. That's like kind of unheard of a little bit. Like that's that's a really good like interception. He also did other uh, had a couple other interceptions, a forced fumble, a couple pass deflections. That 2021 year is the year I would look at. I wouldn't even look at his 2022 season tape. Um, but yeah, no, I I I like this one a lot, and I think uh, I think. Th- Knock on wood. I think they're finally done with defense on in terms of the transfer portal. It's all going to be focused on offense now. I mean, I, I sure hope so because I didn't think that they would take this many defensive kids. And if if they have yeah. the space and they can make it work, go ahead. I'm all for it. But we clearly yeah. still need to hit the, the portal hard for a few offensive guys. At, at least three offensive guys. I see it. But yeah, hundred uh, percent. We'll see. So we'll see. Oh, by the way, Jalen Bell, Marion Bell's son, actually already committed. Apparently, he committed to LSU. Really? Yeah, he's number eighty in the country. So, wow. Well, yeah. Okay. The kid's good, but anyway, besides point. All right. So we already kind of went over a lot today. This is being recorded only a few hours after our last pod. Um, so we'll just keep this short because you guys uh, probably heard enough of us today already. But yeah. thank, I want to thank you once again for listening to the Night Report podcast for me and Richie. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.